Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Charlie J and welcome back to Crime Time with the Fine Dime. I'm sorry for the hiatus, but y'all, I be trying. So if you're looking for consistency right now, it's not me, but I'm still pushing episodes out. So just bear with me, but I'm glad y'all came back and let's get into this episode because it's a pretty short one because it's an ongoing case. Alright y'all, so let's go ahead and just dive right up into this story, okay? So, um, I came across this story, I would say about a year and a half ago, that I never heard of, but it happened so close to where I'm from, like, literally less than an hour from my hometown. So, it was just wild to me that I never heard of it. My mama, who's a true crime junkie as well, definitely made me a true crime junkie watching Forensic Files with her growing up. But she never heard of it either until just recently. But I heard about it like a couple years ago. Thankfully, we have a break in the case that happened just recently. But let's go back a little bit and get down to the root. And then we're going to come to the update in the case. So... Like I said, I was scrolling on Facebook, and I have friends that live in this area. It's the Opelika Auburn area, and I can't remember who posted it, but one of my friends who live in the area posted a picture of a little girl at Vacation Bible School at Greater Peace Church in Opelika that had an injury to her left eye. So, according to the teacher at the Vacation Bible School at Greater Peace Church, she said that the little girl looked unkempt and just had a hard time communicating with other children. It just was quiet and stayed to herself. And, of course, though she was quiet and stayed to herself, that made her stand out for this teacher to never forget this little girl. So... I clicked on the story and turns out this sweet baby's remains were found behind a trailer park in Opelika at um, Brookhaven Trailer Park by a resident on January 28th, 2012. Y'all, that shattered my heart into little pieces. Like, I know it did for most people who knew this story, especially the people that stayed in that trailer park. It stayed in the Opelika Auburn area because y'all Opelika is not big. Like it's one high school. Pretty much everybody knows everybody. But um like I said, it just it just hurt our it hurt people's hearts. And these remains had the same injury as the little girl in the picture with the eye that was, you know, like blown out kind of. Um, no one reported her missing, and she had signs of constant abuse in her short life. She looked to be around four to seven years old, and we knew that she was a black girl. When the resident found the skull, they, of course, immediately contacted the police. And when the police searched the area some more, they found a pink long sleeve shirt with heart buttons and ruffles, and more remains of this poor little black baby. Y'all, forensic science is absolutely amazing, okay? Because they were also able to see 
that she was malnourished throughout her life. Like, it's already crazy that they were able to see her injury to her left eye when it was a skull that was found, not a body that was intact, you know? That's, that's crazy how forensic science works, but... They were able to find out that she was malnourished throughout her life and she was blind in her left eye. And also that she lived in the southeastern United States uh, most of her life. And with this information, they were able to create an image on what she would have looked like. Unfortunately, she was never enrolled in school and never reported missing. So... There really was nothing anyone could do except wait and hope something else in forensics pops up or somebody slips and get a conscience and confess to something. We just we just had to play the waiting game. Now, as I said before, forensic science is freaking amazing, y'all, because just a few days ago, like literally a week ago, this sweet baby got a name. And her name is Amor Jovea Wiggins. Beautiful name. Beautiful, strong, loving name. And I'm just, I'm so freaking happy that we're, we're finally getting a break in this case. And I know what y'all are thinking because we know if a child has not been reported missing, the parents, nine times out of ten, had something to do with it. Or a family member, you know? So... If you thought that, you would be correct, okay? Now, Amora's biological mother, Sherry Wiggins, lost custody. Um, not sure why she lost custody, but she did. And she lost contact with her daughter as well. Apparently, every time Sherry tried to get in touch with Amora's father, he would block her run away, basically try to avoid all contact with Sherry and Amor. And um, even though she couldn't talk to her baby, she continued to pay child support and was continuing to pay child support until just recently when she found out that Amor had been dead for years. Amor's father, Lamar Vickerstaff, and her, I'm sorry, Lamar Vickerstaff Jr., and her stepmother, Ruth Vickerstaff, were arrested for her murder in Jacksonville, Florida. I told y'all, some parents had something to do with it. So, this is what's crazy. Lamar isn't denying it. Well, not from what I heard. He's not denying it. But Ruth, on the other hand, had the audacity to say she didn't know about Amor or her mother. But sis, Sherry had legal paperwork saying that Lamar and Ruth had full legal custody of Amor and that Sherry's visitation was suspended. So the paperwork shows, from my understanding, I haven't seen the legal document, but from my understanding... The legal paperwork on custody and child support shows Ruth and Lamar's name. So Ruth had to have known about Amora at some point. She may not have abused baby girl, but she knew her. That's for sure. So she might as well stop lying now because, like I said, we know if you weren't involved in the murder, you were at least negligent and didn't care enough about this sweet little girl to report the abuse or report her missing 
which is why she is being charged with failure to report a missing child. And Lamar is being charged with felony murder as well as failure to report a missing child. And my uh, most recent update I could find was that um, they will be extradited February 17th. That's the date so far, 2023, um, back to this area to answer for their crimes back to the uh, black armor area to answer for their crimes and also my um, mom actually came across an article with sherry wiggins saying that she was just waiting for her baby girl to become an adult turn 18 because amore would have been 17 this year to come with her, have a relationship with her, and talk to her. Because I know already in my mind, when I didn't hear about the biological mother, I was like, well, where is she? I mean, I didn't blame her for the murder, but I was like, where is she? But I said this before, and I'll say it again. It's not illegal to be an absent parent. However, it is very much so illegal to abuse a child and murder a child. So we're going to focus on that. So, like I said, y'all, this case super quick. We have tons of more information in store, I'm sure. Because I'm sure these folks ain't going out easy. They're not going to say they're guilty. They're going to go to trial. And more secrets will spill out. And I am definitely going to stay on top of it. But right now, I can say that there is a GoFundMe for Little Amore to give her a proper funeral and burial. And I will post this GoFundMe account on all my social media accounts as well as in the description area of this episode. So, y'all, I'm sorry, y'all. It was quick, but it was just such an interesting case. And people have been on top of it, like trying to stay up to date with it. And I plan on doing the same. So I'll keep y'all posted. I thank y'all for rocking with me, staying with me and, you know, sitting with me while I chit chat and tell you a story on what's happening in true crime today. So other than that, I'm going to let you go come back for another episode I don't know when like I told y'all look consistency right now is not my strong point I am trying but I do have other cases lined up if you have any requests please send them to me um at crime time with the fine dime one at gmail.com you can join my facebook group crime time with the fine dime add me on tiktok crime time with the fine dime I actually post more than just truth crime content on my TikTok, so if you like content about being a mother, being a wife, uh, weight loss, just living life, my chaotic life, add me, because I talk about it all, but yeah, that's about it, um, I hope y'all have a good and blessed day, and y'all stay safe out there, because people crazy, okay, peace and love, bye.